Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on a Friday, eighth day of October, 2021. My name is Nick. Look at there's Big J right over there. Yeah, right here. Big J, what's going on, man? How was uh, what's the, got any plans for the weekend? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm in a great mood. Good. Man, got to see the Seahawks lose last night. Yeah, congratulations. Got to see James Bond movie. Nice. Are you allowed um, to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, the movie's out officially now. Okay. But I don't think I can give a review of the movie and uh, not give away the whole thing. So, Well, that's terrible. Yeah, You should be used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, you would think, but I don't really want to be that way. So <laughs> this is close to and dear to my heart. All right. Uh, but uh, for the weekend, you know, we've got uh, some family coming over today doing some, uh, some carne asada. And I don't think I really have anything to... You know, weird on the agenda this weekend. So just you know, playing some, uh, some season six of Call of Duty. That's about it. Nice. Maybe some chores. No, uh, no Battlefield beta. No, nah, I'm not going to download that just so I can play it for one day. Well, it's... you were on the fence yesterday. I don't know if you yeah. made up your mind. Nah, but it sounds like you have. Uh, either way, hopefully it is a good weekend for you. You're heading into a holiday weekend in some parts of the state, of course, as well. Uh, whether you agree or disagree with the holiday that's coming up, it maybe could give you at least a day off. So there's that that you have to look forward to. But uh, we on the show today have got tickets to things. You know, things like, I don't know, Bad Flowers coming to town, In This Moment's coming to town next week. We got you covered in those areas today, plus some additional fun and excitement. Let's get started with some music, shall we? We'll start the show off with some Nirvana. It smells like teen spirit here on the X Rocks. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And I suppose there was some clarification yesterday about the ongoing battle between the lieutenant governor and the actual governor of our state, Big J. We try to avoid politics as much as possible, but when you're the laughingstock of the other 50 states, it's hard not to at least bring it up. A couple of times. Uh, for those of you unaware, pretty much every time the governor leaves the state of Idaho, the lieutenant governor claims power and then uh, does a bunch of executive orders that get immediately undone the second the governor comes back into the state. And uh, basically what happened was uh, Brad Little, our uh, governor, was a little bit tired of having to do this every time he left the state. And so he basically issued a memo that said, hey, listen, uh, just because I'm out of the state doesn't mean you have the ability to do so. And he asked the attorney general to do some investigation into what the Idaho Constitution was looking for when they put this together. And basically the attorney general said, listen, this is insane. It has to stop. Uh, According to uh, Brian Kane, the chief deputy for the office of attorney general, the statement released said it would be absurd for the mere physical absence of the governor from the state to trigger the devolution of his duties to the lieutenant governor. Given the technologies available in this day and age, there's no impediment to the governor performing his duties remotely. Such a rule would require that the movements of governors should be watched with the view of the lieutenant governor or president should slip into his seat seems a little bit exaggerated in this particular case. So, I don't think we're going to have this issue again. Oh, no, we will. Well, I mean, basically, they're saying it's null and void. So, that she has she doesn't have the power anymore to do it. Well, she didn't have the power before. Well, no, she did, according to the Idaho Constitution, which is why these things were happening. Now, it appears that that basically is all just hearsay at this point. So, we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, either way, 
it's not done. The craziest part is, again, they're, they're both in the same party, which is even more insane. But... I don't think so anymore. I mean, yeah, everything's fractured. You're right. But it is just... this. It appears to be the only state having this problem is the state of Idaho, I guess is my point. Uh, there is no other lieutenant governor that's trying to form a coup against the current governor. Oh, at least none that have made the national news repeatedly <laughs> for doing so. Correct. So there you go. If there was a time for Boise State football to figure things out, Saturday would be the best time for it. The Broncos will take on the 10th-ranked Brigham Young Cougars on Saturday, 1.30 p.m. kickoff time from Provo. Uh, it is a sold-out performance. 63,400 fans will be there. Game will be on ABC, and we'll figure this out, and uh, that'll be cool. So it'll be on Channel 6 if you want to watch the game. We'll get Big J's final score prediction a little bit later on in the game, or in the show, I should say, but we'll see how this game works out. Rams beat the Seahawks 26-17 last night in a game that saw Russell Wilson leaving the game in the third quarter due to a finger injury. Uh, that meant Geno Smith came in, led the team on a touchdown drive, thought there might be a puncher's chance that he could perform a comeback, and then he slipped right back into Geno Smith form, <laughs> formed through an interception that pretty much sealed the deal. Matt Stafford, 365, and a touchdown in the win for the Rams as they improved to 5-1 and one, or 4-1 and one on the season. Congratulations to them. Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Astros won the opening games of their best-of-five American League Division Series yesterday. The NLDS kicks off tonight for both of those games, this afternoon and tonight, I should say. And Big J, Steve Carell, knows what he's doing next. He is going to star in and executive produce a show called The Patient, which is a half-hour limited series for FX. It's a psychological thriller created behind by the duo behind the TV show The Americans, which centers around a psychotherapist, Steve Carell, who finds himself held prisoner by a serial killer with an unusual request, help cure him of his homicidal urges. Whoa! Look out! He can't help himself. He's got to do it. He's got to murder. Cure me! Morning After with Nick Hunt and Big J. There's your important stuff that's going on. <laughs> Big J's Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And today's Life Lesson, Nick, is if you can't beat them, join them. And by that, I mean uh, October. You know, it's been <laughs> the one to my side for a long time, Nick. We talked about that. I've had bad luck in October, uh, and I always just uh, kind of, you know, October is that time when you start to celebrate Halloween, and, and I always kind of... I don't know, lump those two together and it never really got into to Halloween. Every now and then I'll enjoy a horror movie, obviously, but um, but the case is, and, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, where the family was already looking to uh, decorate and get crazy for Halloween. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't want to, and I, I tried to put up a fight and I'm like, no, let's do this. And I got home yesterday and the wife had gone home shopping and uh, they, they, had, uh, they had found this very large... I mean, very large display for Halloween. Okay. It's a skeleton wife holding a skeleton man. It's like six feet tall. And it, it's got like, um, uh, I want to say, uh, you know, motion sensors. So when you walk up, walk up to the door, it starts to sing Sonny and Cher songs. It's fully animated. What does that have to they, do with Halloween? They spend, it's, Hall- it's a skeleton. Sonny and Cher? They're singing songs. It's like a married couple that died together. Okay. Skeletons. I, I That's very Halloween. Bro, no, I get the skeleton part. I just so, don't get the sunny issue. Uh, and it, well, it sings different songs. That was just an example. You got me 
anyways, the point is, is that uh, I've, I've, there's some battles that you just want to fight and then others that, that you don't need to. And this is one I'm just going to go ahead. Yes, let's make the entire house Halloween-y. And uh, maybe if I embrace it, maybe if you embrace it, then uh, you'll get over the bad juju or the bad karma, whatever it is that, that you line up with your own personal beliefs. And uh, things will, will be better. That's what I'm looking to do is to hide in the chaos, I guess. <laughs> Throw out some more terminology there. Either way, uh, we're fully embracing this. And we've already started eating all the candy. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more. But as a, I'll, I'll, I'll post some pictures as we get closer to really uh, ramping this thing up. Have you helped like set it up in anything? I, did, I didn't have a chance to. Oh, okay. I didn't have a chance to, but, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and, you know, spray some pig's blood all over the place all right. if I need to. But, you know, on the other hand, I, I'm willing to brace this. A, my daughter, she loves Halloween. Uh, this is a new thing. I mean, if it if it isn't a new thing, she's been hiding it all this time. And, you know, listen, I, I, I like the holidays now more as I've grown older because it's a chance for you know to do more family things together and that's a, a really fun thing obviously the family doesn't want to go celebrate james bond with me but i'll go ahead and celebrate halloween with them you see well you're also outnumbered in that world you know what i mean you're the only one that likes james bond but everybody but yeah. you likes halloween yeah well i don't even know if the wife really liked halloween I, but now she you know I, really what we're doing everything humanly possible to keep our, our daughter in the house and so she'll get whatever she wants. Oh wow! Yeah. So. Is there reason for that? No, we just we we love our kids, and we oh. don't want to, you know, we don't want to be empty nesters again. Understood. So uh, maybe this will help. Who knows? If you can't beat them, join them. So we're getting all Halloweeny. We're gonna have the best candy, kids. All right. Find the big full size candy bars. Yes. Okay. I think so. It seems that candy. way. There's no doubt about it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J was talking about Halloween, and you can pretty much count on Netflix owning the Halloween genre around this time of year. Last year, the must-dress costume was Tiger King, Big J in some way, shape, or form, and it looks like if advanced costume sales are any indication, this year's costume will be inspired by the show Squid Game. It's going to be taking the top spot. The show's iconic red and green jumpsuits have become bestsellers on sites like Amazon. The masks worn by the show's guard, which uh, basically resembles fencing masks, have also been selling well since many of the costumes from the show are fairly simple. Social media users have also been showing off how to recreate the costumes without actually having to spend any money. The show is a South Korean drama that revolves around a deadly contest where people have to make uh, who have massive debt compete for a large cash prize. And it looks like it's going to be the go-to costume for Halloween, Big J. So get used to seeing it in and around, especially if you're embracing Halloween like you say you are. It's it doesn't mean to have to everywhere. embrace people's costumes. Oh, well, that's part of the Halloween, I think. No. If there was a time for Boise State to turn things around, this Saturday would be it. They're 2-3 and three, heading into a pretty big matchup against the 10th-ranked team in the country, BYU. That is going to happen on the road in Provo on Saturday, 1.30 p.m. kickoff. The game is sold out, 63,400 tickets sold, so the rivalry game will be on ABC. You can watch it on Channel 6 if you'd like. You ready for a final score prediction, Big J? Uh, sure, why not? 
Yeah, 48-21 BYU. Oh, wow. You think it's going to be a route, huh? Well, you know, the defense hasn't exactly proven they can stop a running game. So, and I'm not sure what kind of running game the BYU Cougars have, but it's probably pretty decent if they're ranked number 10 in the nation. All right. Uh, Big J thinks uh, BYU and the Laffer. We'll see if he's right tomorrow. He did pick the Rams last night, and they ended up winning 26-17 over the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson had to leave the game with an injury. It looked like Geno Smith might be mounting a comeback there for a second, but then he turned to Geno Smith again and just had a rough go. But Matt Stafford, 365 through the air and a touchdown in the win for the Rams. The Tampa Bay Rays and Houston Astros ended up winning their best-of-five game ones of the ALDS yesterday. The Rays shut out Boston 5 to nothing. And then you had the uh, Astros beating the White Sox 6-1 to in their game. Game 2 for both series will be held today, as well as Game 1 for the NLDS series are happening today as well. Big J, what are you going to do without Bobby Flay on the Food Network? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be weird. Will you follow him around wherever he goes? Uh, it depends. I mean, if it's accessible. You know what I mean? And Food Network for me is pretty accessible. Uh, some of the other stuff, I uh, I don't I don't know where he would go, but you know he I've been listening to his podcast with his daughter, which is pretty cool. Uh, so we'll see what happens. What's the podcast about? Um, it's about uh, their uh, their love of food. So him and his daughter, um, they they talk about different. Is she a chef uh, too? No, she's uh, actually a reporter. Oh, there you go. Uh, either way, after 27 years, Bobby Flay and the Food Network are parting ways. Uh, sources say that uh, basically. Food Network said thanks, but no thanks to Bobby Flay uh, during contract negotiations. Apparently, they were that far apart on keeping him around. His current contract is set to expire at the end of this year, so you still have two more months of Bobby Flay on the Food Network. But then it's a question mark. And where he goes and what he does, I mean, listen, he's still got plenty of restaurants around there, so he'll be fine. But whether or not he continues that, you know, in front of the camera, celebrity chef angle of things. There's no doubt he will. It just depends on if he starts his own thing or if he goes to some existing, you know, platform or something else. But either way, it won't be on the Food Network much longer. And, you know, Bobby Flay was tied into a bunch of their staples on that particular network. So it'll be interesting to see where they go and who they prop up from here. Any rising stars on the Food Network we should look out for in the Food Network? I don't know. You just watch the standard Well, I mean, Michael Simon. He's not a rising star. My man was an Iron Chef. Yeah, that's true. But, I, I mean, as far as the younger group, I, I, I really I couldn't tell you. I mean, they, they haven't really changed over a lot of – there's not a lot of new shows happening over there. They've been uh, pumping – they've been resting on the laurels of their favorites. <clears throat> I mean, when you turn off Food Network, there's two shows that pop up. Diners, Divins, and Drives or Be Bobby Flay. That's right. That's right. Unless so, it's prime time. So they're going to – and Guy Fieri isn't going anywhere. So at least that's Well, I mean, up. I wonder if that's kind of – you know, you never see those two together ever in anything. And they gave him a huge deal, and they're not giving a huge deal to Bobby Flay. Well, if you – you know, you've watched enough chef shows to know that I don't think you can be – a successful chef without having a gigantic ego. So I'm sure that's part oh, yeah, of it. That for sure. Either of those guys don't want to give anything, and so it's a it's understandable why Bobby Flay's holding out. But uh, he'll make his money somewhere, just not on Food Network. You know it. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Fountain Valley, California is where we're going for today's. We're going to Hell Story. Never been. There is an old adage in the world of crime, and that is. It don't pay. The criminal always returns to the scene of the crime. Remember? Like there's the old uh, 
detective novels that teach you that, and you know, there's plenty of movies that have that particular yeah. trope. And so it's probably a thing. They like to see how their work is done. But rarely do you hear the saying, and for a reason, return to the scene of the crime the following day and try to commit the same crime again. Because yeah, that's, that's mm. going to have a really poor batting average for you. And a man who was suspected of robbing a Southern California bank was arrested when he tried to return to the bank and rob the same branch the very next day, according to police. So what happened was the man entered a Chase Bank in the city of Fountain Valley on Monday afternoon and gave a teller a note demanding money, according to the officials. He then fled with a, quote, large amount of money before officers were able to get to the bank. So he essentially got away with it, right? I mean, who knows if the bills were marked, who knows if they would have caught him in the long run. But the point was, he was able to get away with, they feel like, over six figures worth of money. Wow. In a small amount of time. And so, I'm sure what the dude was thinking was like, hey, I did it once, I could do it again. Yeah, that was easy. I mean, they just gave me a bunch of money fairly easy. I just handed him a note. So then, on late Tuesday morning, police received a call about another robbery in progress at the same Chase Bank. Here's the deal, though. Some police officers were still in the back of the bank investigating the crime that had happened the day prior, and therefore they were able to be on the scene much, much faster Yeah, like then. than the day before, and so they were able to arrest the 33-year-old suspect without any incident whatsoever. The man does have prior convictions for robbery. Uh, he's being held in Orange County Jail for uh, lack of bail, which was set at $170,000, so there's that. So he was caught trying to get his hand in the cookie jar for two straight days. Now, this is just feels like a, a mistake in planning and maybe not exactly having your head on right, but it is one of those deals where you probably should have known better. Yeah. I have a lot of sympathy uh, for any of this stuff. A little hubris, probably. Right, yeah. Just go, hey, listen, man, that was a good score. You got to figure out what to do with this money, too, because, you know, I, I, I don't know. I've never robbed a bank, but I would be very nervous about spending bank bills that I have robbed. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I've seen enough movies to know that, you know, maybe one of them's an ink cartridge is in there somewhere, or uh, they're marked bills. I don't know, even know what that means, but I know <laughs> that that's a phrase that they use. Well, that's because they, they used to keep track of some of those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, going back to the exact same place that you were at the day before, really bad planning. And, of course, it didn't work out. So that phrase of returning to the scene of the crime the next day to commit the same crime, it's not going to take off. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. Rage Against the Machine Gorilla Radio here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The x Rocks. The internet can be an interesting place, Big J. It's mostly where people go to argue. And there was another one of those patented arguments yesterday that you may help settle, at least in your Big J opinion. If I asked you to define what a sport is to you, how would you define it? Uh, People competing against each other. It's all it takes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, And so there were some things that were listed yesterday that had been televised on ESPN, which is by, you know, all accounts, a sports network, agree or disagree. Yeah, agreed. And uh, some of the people that were involved in some of these selections, uh, obviously they use some loose terms, but these were things that are aired regularly or were aired regularly on ESPN that some people debated whether or not it's an actual sport. 
See, I would say that, you know, that, that you defined a competition as opposed to a sport. I feel like there has to be an equal amount of skill as well as some sort of athletic ability in order to pull off a sport. Like a true, honest-to-goodness sport. Uh, like, would you consider poker a sport? Yeah. What about it makes it a sport? Just a competition, I guess, by yeah. your definition? Uh, what about playing Skill, pool? There's skills involved in that as well. Oh, no, so. there's skills. There's no doubt there's skills involved in that. I just don't think you need to be an athlete to be a poker player. So you're saying in order for it to be a sport, you have to be an athlete. I think there has to be some sort of athletic, physical aspect to it in order for it to be you a sport. Sit yes. up, right? I would argue that poker, that's not, a, that's not an athletic skill. I would argue that poker is most definitely a skill, most definitely a competition, most definitely a difficult task. I don't think I would call it a sport, however. Uh, what about playing pool, like billiards? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, bowling? Yep. Skateboarding? Yeah. Race car driving? Absolutely. Synchronized swimming? Sure. Cornhole? Yes. Spelling bee? Yeah, I guess. No way. <laughs> Why would you say you guess? Well, because, I mean, it is a competition. So, yeah, I'm going to go with, I'm going to stick with my uh, my standard. All right. Then the last two I'm not even going to ask you because it's very clear. I mean, even to me, the, 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 well, I don't think that the spelling bee is. I would say that synchronized swimming is. I would say that race car driving is. I would say that skateboarding is. Even bowling. Uh, but gymnastics and cheerleading were the other two that made the list, and that's crazy to think that those aren't sports because they very much are. But either way, uh, that was some of the things that they were debating about. Is there anything that you would consider not a sport that maybe some people would? Because um, you have a pretty loose definition as far as I'm concerned. I have, I have a great definition. All right. Competition. <laughs> yes. You, are, you have defined so, competition perfectly. I don't know if you've defined you. sports perfectly, but... Uh, is there anything out there that, that other people maybe consider a sport that you don't? No, I don't. I don't. I can't think of anything offhand. Yeah, uh, I would think you would be hard pressed to do so. But it is one of those deals where you know there. Obviously, the part of it is some of this stuff aired on the Ocho on ESPN. Like the cornhole stuff isn't you know part of the regular ESPN programming. Where you know uh, poker and bowling uh, have been over time. I don't think I've ever seen synchronized swimming on ESPN outside of like an Olympic time for highlights or anything like that. But I'm certainly not arguing with the athletic prowess of the people that take part in that and the skill that's involved in it. But, like, I mean, I feel like it's also hard-pressed to, like, anybody that's hammered off their ass and being able to pull it off, I'm not sure that qualifies either. So that might disqualify cornhole and uh, and pool for me. But well, uh, I don't know if it makes them better. You can still do it. No, no not I, better. That's what I mean. You can well, do it. Well, I think you can, you know, there's plenty of uh, players on teams that have had been, been drunk while they're playing. Right. I'm just saying that you couldn't do so at a high level, I suppose cornhole you could get lucky every once in a while but uh i don't think a spelling bee is a is a sport um uh, while it aired on espn now it airs on abc of course it doesn't doesn't air on espn anymore but it certainly is a debate that one could have and either way espn's just trying to keep the lights on so i don't mind them airing any of this stuff none of this stuff actually bothers me it's just an interesting debate and now you know according to big j everything's a sport Here's well everything that's competition fantasy football then would be a sport yeah absolutely weird See, that's crazy. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. You probably associate somebody being a picky eater with kids. You know, punk kids not deciding what they want to eat. Yeah, you little punk kids. But a new study finds that it's actually more adults that are picky than you think, at least according to Boiling Green State University. 
Researchers looked at about 448 adults in the U.S. and found that about 290 of them still identified as being a fussy eater. Most of them reported eating fewer than 10 different foods on a regular basis and ate significantly less fiber and vegetables compared to their peers. If you want to be considered a picky eater, then you have pretty limitations to your diet, either eating the same type of food or the same style of food on a fairly regular basis. You're not mixing in a lot of fruits or vegetables into your diet, and you're drinking a lot of the same things. That makes you a fussy eater. That might qualify you, Big J. They also reported feeling situational distress around food, such as not being able to find something they want to eat on a restaurant menu or deciding not to do meal planning because they're, you know, kind of concerned as to what they can eat and what they can't eat. Data also shows that some picky eaters opted to not eat at all in some cases, as opposed to making big decisions as to what they wanted to eat. The reason for being a picky eater varied, but some said it made weight loss easier. Some said it made weight loss harder. Sometimes when you're a picky eater, all you eat is foods that are bad for you. And so that becomes an issue. But nobody's saying it's a bad thing. They're just saying that, uh, you know, even if you don't label yourself as a picky eater or a fussy eater, you might be. That's all. It's not going to end your, your day. I'm just uh, an eater. <laughs> just an eater, period. As much as possible, as soon as possible. If there was time for Boise State football to turn it around, it would be this Saturday. But they've got a tough matchup against 10th-ranked BYU. On the road, 130 kickoff on ABC. Your final score prediction one more time, Big J? Uh, 48-21, the Cougars. All right, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Rams beat the Seahawks last night, 26-17. Russell Wilson, uh, they're calling a badly sprained finger, but it looked just a little bit dislocated to me last night when he hit it on the helmet of Aaron Donald. I was not able to finish the game. We'll see what ends up happening going forward. Geno Smith came in, who was the backup for Seattle's first action since, I think, 2000. 18, something like that. So uh, it, he looked good for a while and then looked like Geno Smith again. And the Rams ended up winning 26-17 to last night. Tampa Bay and Houston won game one of their respective ALDS series yesterday. We got the two NLDS series game ones going on and game two for both of the AL series as well. So it should be a busy baseball Friday. And Big J, we got a situation involving Woody Harrelson and some rando dude on top of the Watergate Hotel in Washington, D.C. Apparently, uh, Woody Harrelson was up there with his daughter, and a dude was taking photos of him and his daughter. When Woody asked him to stop, apparently the man was intoxicated and then lunged at Woody Harrelson, and that's when Woody Harrelson punched him right in the face. Yeah! Laid him out. With carnage on him. Police told a local news outlet that witness accounts back up Woody Harrelson's story, so odds are there will be no charges filed or anything like that. But, uh, yeah. Be respectful of other people's space and privacy, Big J. Yeah. It's not that hard. You don't have to do that. But, uh, that, and he wasn't like a member of the paparazzi, so that's the other thing, you know? Uh, somebody that just was some rando probably being really, really annoying and very drunk. And sometimes those people need to be taught lessons, you understand? Yeah. I catch somebody doing that to me, I'll murder them. Oh, geez, take it easy. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Dur Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, what a great morning after prize package we have here for you this morning, which includes uh, getting you qualified for the Can Am 570 Outlander four wheeler that we're giving away. Thanks to our friends at Birds of Prey Motorsports, Larry H. Miller, Chrysler Jeep, Dodge Ram, Victory Greens, and the Boise Army Navy Store. We're giving that away on October 18th. So uh, get you qualified here with tickets to another great show that's happening next week, Nick. As you mentioned earlier, a busy. 
week, week straight of shows. October 12th at the Rev Center. It's a big one. It's in this moment along with Black Veil Brides and... Uh, who else is on that? Dead. Dead. Dead's going to be here. So there you go, man. All that and more if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown. You can defeat Big J in TV knowledge, maybe some movie knowledge. We'll go to the uh, phones and get a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, man. How What's your name? I'm Adam. All right, Adam, you're up first. Adam, winning multiple awards, including three consecutive Emmy Awards. On what television show did Michael J. Fox get his start in the 80s? Spin City? Spin City. Wrong. Incorrect. A little bit before Spin City. He did pretty good on that show, too. Yeah, 80s. Hello, The X. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, man. Winning multiple awards, including three consecutive Emmy Awards. On what TV show did Michael J. Fox get his start in the 80s? Oh, um... Oh, uh, 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 Family Ties. Right. Family Ties is correct. Big J, what make of car did Tom Selleck drive in the TV series Magnum P.I.? Uh, that would be a Ferrari. Right. Correct. Back to you, sir. Which well-known actor starred in the Dirty Harry series of action films? Uh, Clint Right. Correct. Big J, on NBC's The Golden Girls, which of the following actors did not appear as a guest star on the show? Debbie Reynolds, George Clooney, Burt Reynolds, or Kirk Cameron? Let's go Kirk Cameron. Right. That is correct. The others did all appear on the Golden Girls at some time. This is a shot in the dark. Back to you, sir. Felix Unger and Oscar Madison are better known as what? The Odd Couple, the Wonder Twins, or Beavis and Butthead? The Odd Couple. Right. Correct. Big J, what film features Bill Murray as a zany camp counselor? Meatballs. Meatballs. Right. Is correct. Back to you. Uh, name the popular TV series in which brothers AJ and Rick are private investigators. Is it Police <laughs> Story, Barnaby Jones, or Simon and Simon? Simon and Simon. That is correct. Right. Excellent. Big J, what was the name of the girl that got her stolen, uh, that her spirit were stolen by spirits in the 1982 horror film Poltergeist? What was her name? Yeah, the name of the little girl. Uh, Drew Barrymore? Uh, no. Wrong. The character name, not the actress. I don't remember the character name. Oh, uh, that would have been much easier than the actress, who I don't even know. Uh, the answer is Carol Ann. Right. Don't go into the light, Carol Ann. It's been a hell of a long time since I've seen Poltergeist. Congratulations, sir. You got yourself all hooked up. You're qualified for that ATV. You also are going to go check out In This Moment, Black Veil Brides and Dead on Tuesday at the Rev Center. Please hold on tight. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. There's your pop culture smackdown. We'll be doing headlines next on the X-Rock. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. It's big, it's blue, and it's right there for you at GoTeamMazda.com. Check it out for yourself. Headlines are as follows. Probably was awkward. Better safe than sorry. And gotta get that Coke. Better safe than sorry. You never know what you might find when you're wandering around Santa Barbara. And the Santa Barbara County Fire Department says that people in and around Hope Ranch Beach ended up calling 911 on Monday of this week to report a woman that appeared to be hanging from the cliff without proper climbing gear, which is never a good situation. Right. right? Scary. 
Firefighters arrived with all the gear they need to complete a rescue, but discovered that the woman was actually a mannequin from a movie shoot that was going on on the particular beach. In a tweet, the firefighters say the witnesses did the right thing by calling 911, but uh, they were happy to arrive to the scene to realize that it was just filming for a movie and nobody actually needed to be rescued. Mannequin 4. That's right. Was there a 3? No, I don't think there was. I just skipped right over to 4. All right. Uh, In your perfect casting, who is in Mannequin 4? Kim Cattrall, still. Well, she was not in the second one. Don't I, don't, I don't even represent that. Uh, you don't remember Christy Swanson as the second Mannequin? No, I didn't watch Mannequin 2. My God. What are we even talking about here? Mannequin the movie. Probably was awkward or gotta get that Coke. Gotta get that Coke. Police in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia have made some bold claims about cocaine use on their particular island, including that people are now buying cocaine with stolen meat. What? None of the claims made in the CBC News story were supported with any kind of evidence, of course, which prompted some criticism from drug policy experts, and the article amounted to basically drug war propaganda. But they are not, the police there in Cape Britain are, have not responded to requests for interviews, so nobody's really sure where they're getting this stolen meat swapping for cocaine story from because they really can't find any evidence, but it's one of those things that's making traction even though it probably isn't true. Because, you know, I mean, I don't know a lot about dealing drugs or drug dealers, but I'm guessing they're not going to take meat in exchange for Coke, right? Yeah, it would have to be that that would be their demand for the Coke. (laughs) Right, right. Like, I got to have this meat. Yeah, we don't want money. We want meat. We could, I mean, we could buy our own meat with the money, but we we actually want you to go to the trouble yeah. of getting the meat. Procure the meat, bring it to the secret meeting spot, and we'll give you the suitcase full of Coke. Any takers? No. Uh, either way, that's an interesting story. Don't know how true it is. Wrap it up with probably was awkward. A 37-year-old man attempted to climb onto the desk where a district judge was overseeing proceedings and carry out a citizen's arrest. Daniel Hughes was wrested away by security guards. He was in court for trial after being charged with assault following an incident outside of his home. Following another incident in court, he was taken to the cells and then refused to return for the trial. He was ultimately found guilty of the assault, but sensing was adjourned for a week. Later, he was also found in contempt of court and ordered to serve 28 days. So just a reminder, just because you don't agree with the judge doesn't mean you can make a citizen's arrest. And it's certainly not a great place to try it out by climbing on the desk of the judge and then screaming citizen's arrest. Uh, Didn't work out, and now he spent even more time in jail than he probably would have already. So it's a good plan, just didn't work out the way he wanted it to. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Coheed and Cambria, that is Shoulders here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's get obsessive, my friend. Yeah, well, you know, when when there's something popular out there and people start consuming it, I mean, it just starts an avalanche of consumption, Nick. And I'm talking about Squid Game. Now, we talked about this a little earlier with Halloween and how everybody's going to start dressing up, etc., for in very easy costume, yes, right, uh, and uh, it's got everybody buying things. The game or the uh, Squid Game does, and, and I haven't seen it. You're, you're done. You finished it up, right? I did. I wrapped it up this week. So you you know the slip on white man sneakers. Yes, sales of those sneakers uh, now up seventy eight hundred percent. That's crazy. People are buying. They're out of their minds buying stuff from this. 
uh, from this TV show on Netflix. And of course, whenever we see this, we saw it with uh, uh, the Tiger King. It, it's things that come out of the blue and then just start a firestorm of popularity. And who knows how long this will last. But I mean, it's a little crazy. People just, they can't help themselves. They yeah. want anything that has to do with that show. And this one, a little bit more accessible than the Tiger King stuff. Like you have to go out of your way to get all Tiger Kingy. This is stuff that it, it was fairly readily available already and you just needed to do it and it's an easy fix for whatever i've never had those slip-on vans you have are yeah. you find them comfortable uh no nah, not really yeah <laughs> especially not for walking at least not for my feet um but luckily and, and by the way the the ones from the show they're called the triple white is the is the name of those triple white vans slip-ons uh and and luckily uh vans has plenty of them you're not gonna you know go out of uh uh print or whatever you want to call it right away but uh 7800 it won't last very long until you'll be hard to find in your size exactly uh but yeah those are like the staple generic kind of vans shoes so there's nothing super special about them except that people now want them more than they have in the past and here's the thing about white vans shoes good luck keeping them white Right, right. Uh, they get dirty real fast. I don't really know how to, to clean clean them properly, but uh, I would imagine they're not going to stay all shiny and white for very long. And they probably don't in the move, in the TV show either. They do not. Uh, yeah, they don't do that, as a matter of fact. You're absolutely correct. But, you know, it is interesting to me, like, how quickly we attach ourselves to pop culture things and then spend money on them. And I, I have done something like that where I've seen something and I've wanted to purchase something right away from it. Uh, or involving a bit or that kind of thing, but I'm not doing that with Squid Game. That's not one of those things where it's something that I feel like I need to be connected to, but uh, I certainly am guilty of doing this from time to time. Embarrassingly, I spent on a lot of money at one point. I was, because I was just like this, uh, as a young um, uh, 21-year-old, I purchased a handgun based on a on a movie yeah you told me desperado yeah, right yeah oh i'm yeah. just refreshing everybody right. the, the audience is right. I, I went and bought a, a ruger uh p uh, i forget the, the 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 actual model of the gun but it was a terrible it's a terrible handgun <laughs> whatever happened i, I did well i sold it you did okay yeah and i realized how stupid i was i'm like well, that's so dumb i need to find a better gun from a better movie well, don't take it out on the movie. <laughs> it's not the movie's fault. But uh, were you able to at least get some return on your investment? Yeah. All right. Uh, so you did, it wasn't a total waste of time. But I money. mean, I've done some pretty stupid stuff in that regard. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I have some uh, regrets. Nothing to that, um, you know, amount of money. But certainly, I have uh, I have done some things because of my pop culture obsession. So I'm not about to call anybody to the mat for doing that if they enjoyed Squid Game as much as uh, the numbers, uh, at least from Netflix, say that people are enjoying it. It's like the number one TV show in like 90 countries across the world. So it's fairly popular. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the x Rock. I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we got tickets here. And if you can get to the station here by 4 o'clock, they're yours. They're uh, Bad Flowers coming Sunday at the Dating Factory along with Dead Poet Society Teenage Risk. So hook you up with those tickets. You just got to figure out bad impressions and get here at 4 o'clock. Before 4 o'clock. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play for these Bad Flower tickets. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. They point to a particular celebrity. If you can figure out that celebrity in those three clues or less, Bad Flower tickets for Sunday at the Knitting Factory could be yours. Let's go to the phones. Hello, The X. 
Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? Sean. All right, Sean, you're up first. All right. Fletch, Three Amigos, Spies Like Us, and Caddyshack. Just a few of the comedies from the 80s I started. Uh, number two. Perhaps you know me better as Clark Griswold from the Vacation movies. Oh, man, of course I know it. Um, God, his name is slipping my mind. Clue three might help, yeah, Sean. Clue three, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, let's get number three. We'll see here. I played Pierce Hawthorne on Community, Nick's favorite sitcom of all time. Oh man, I, I'm, his name is slipping my mind. I'm gonna have to pass. All right, Sean. Well, we appreciate you playing. Thanks for trying, man. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey. Did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need him again? Is it, is it Chevy Chase? It is Chevy Chase. Well played, sir. Congratulations. Hang on one second. We'll get you those bad flower tickets. Why is Chevy Chase in the uh, news? Today is Chevy's birthday, but he's going to be an old, old man, man. Yeah, he's been an old man for a while. Yeah, he is 78 today. So happy birthday, Chevy. Happy birthday, Chevy. Seems almost impossible to work with, but at least he was funny back when we were kids, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. Uh, you know, I mean, that, and that's the case sometimes with really talented people. Well, They're, yeah. I mean, well, it, it, this goes back to back when he was on Saturday Night Live. Oh he was yeah. In, I mean, he, he's been impossible to work with forever, uh, and it kind yeah, of sucks sometimes. New, it's not a new thing. No. Uh, it, uh, and it and it's ruined a lot of things. I mean, Community may have gone on a little longer, maybe. Well, he was off Community before it wrapped up. But he I got remember. Kicked off that I show. remember. Yeah, I remember when he got kicked off that show. Right. So. Uh, yeah, it's too bad, but, you know, listen, you, you, you can't do that job and, and not have an ego, and this happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and he'd had one for a very long time. Plus, you know, listen, uh, I mean, the mountains of cocaine he did in the 80s uh, probably didn't hurt. The lineup of the movies, though, are just undisputable for me. Oh, no, I mean, listen. Fletch and Spies, I just love those movies. Spies Like Us, Fletch, Vacation. Uh, I mean, if you're putting it Caddyshack, that's your, that's your Mount Rushmore of Chevy Chase movies for sure. But even when you, you know, flick through the resume, he's, I mean, Three Amigos is fantastic. You know, I yeah. mean, even the other vacation movies besides the original are tolerable for the most part. I mean, I don't think How any one of those that, that Chevy Chase were in were bad movies. You right. Know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. They didn't get bad until after he left. And they tried to make the franchise around Cousin Eddie and that did not work. But either way, happy birthday, Chevy Chase. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> that is Chevelle. That is their latest Mars Simula. Here on the morning after with Nick and Big Jake. Listen, man, that's going to do it for us for this week. Kind of nice little life lesson, courtesy of Big J, that was all of a sudden he's Mr. Halloween. He's David S. Pumpkins Hi. over here. Mr. Halloween. Now you're into the decor. Does that mean you're going to dress up for Halloween? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to come in. Oh, man, I almost bought I almost bought a mask, a uh, Captain Spaulding mask uh-huh. in uh, in Salem. Yeah, we went into one of these shops, and uh, it, was a, it was a fairly detailed mask and uh wasn't super expensive i should have bought it i regret it now uh but are, are there plans then for you to take part in actual yeah, halloween dress squid up? games <laughs> no you don't like squid game or brooklyn 99 uh, dress up like somebody from that show all right you like that show too no good to know uh on top of that we also had a chance to give away some stuff there's a bunch of shows coming to town all beginning tonight gojira at the rev center skillet abelita's way saturday bad flower sunday august burns red monday uh, and that's just beginning it. So it's going to be nutsy cuckoo around here for rock shows. Keep listening for your chance to win some tickets. But that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, also, if you can fit into your weekend, uh, go see No Time to Die. It's 
awesome. I saw it yesterday, and if you're a Bond fan, you're going to love it. And if you haven't watched at least Skyfall and Spectre, you should do that before you get into this. Dave, Daniel Craig has made five Bond movies. Where does this rank in your list of Daniel Number Craig one. spy? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Ahead of Casino Royale, which was yeah. your favorite. Okay. Because it does a nice job yeah. tidying it no, up. I think Skyfall would have been my previous favorite. Okay. That's yeah. also very good. Uh, but either way, this is the top of the list, huh? Yep. How long is it? Is it a long one? I don't. It's it's it is long. It seemed pretty long. Yeah. Okay. So you're about three to, and a half hours. And then you factor in a half an hour of previews. So you're in there for four hours and fifteen minutes. But enjoy it this weekend. Next set of X Rock brought to you by Idaho Central Credit Union. Stop by their new branch now open on Eustick in Milwaukee. Become a new member with checking at Idaho Central and get one hundred and fifty dollars plus. Enter for a chance to win a new Can Am Maverick Trail as well. It's going to do it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. We'll see you guys next week. It's the X Rocks. <laughs>